With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You found Fantasy Football Weekly Micro. A deep dive on one player. In just five to ten minutes. Now here's your host, Paul Charchian. It's Fantasy Football Weekly Micro Edition. I am Paul Charchi, and my co-host, as usual, Tyler Canabley. People want to follow you on Twitter, Tyler. I forget what you renamed your Twitter account. It's like... At uh, PPR Tyler. At PPR Tyler. That's it. PPR yep. Tyler. All right. Fantastic. Um, we have, we're still deb- debating what PPR stands for. Uh, did the rash clear up? Point per reception. Point per reception. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's, that's it? Yeah, that's it. You got all these opportunities to be like... So much more interesting than points per reception. Why can't it be uh, parts per uh, parts per? I didn't really think this out. I don't yeah, know. I mean, I, you can. I don't think well, I know can. there's like a lot of people. Um, like one of my friends who's into photography. His is like his Instagram is like his name dot jpeg. Oh, so like some that's people, smart. some people will do that, or like yeah. some people are into like music dot mp three. Mm. So I'm, I can see that. I should have done Tyler dot PPR. You could have done that. Yeah. Uh, I'd still want to want to know if PPR was anything cooler than points per reception. Nah, yeah, just 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 fantasy football related. So last uh, last time yesterday we broke down Garrett Wilson, and it was kind of a love fest, almost embarrassing. This time it's Chris Olave taken in the draft right next to Garrett Wilson. They end up in two different spots. They have some similarity in the seasons that they had last year. Um, Quarterback's a big divergence for these two this year and their ultimate landing spot. There's going to be uh, there's going to be a lot of comparisons here. Olave, like Wilson, finished. Um, you know, I want to say that he, they both finished like the mid twenties at the wide receiver position. Both of them skyrocketing in ADP. Yeah, exactly. So Chris Olave, I mean, he's he's getting better quarterback play now. He was the wide receiver twenty one last season, mm-hmm. average th- uh, wide receiver thirty one in average points per game. And uh, oh no, sorry, that's Garrett Wilson. My bad, I was on the wrong sheet. He's wide receiver 25 last season, wide receiver 27 average points per game, and he's the wide receiver 12 going off the board in 2023. Right. So he's, he's moving from the mid-20s up to 12. Everybody's yep. expecting a second-year boom for Chris Olave. Kind of like Garrett Wilson. Like Garrett Wilson. We talked how about how much we liked Garrett Wilson yesterday. I'm a lot more lukewarm on, on Chris Olave for reasons we're going to talk about here. I don't think they automatically move in tandem and make the big jump here. But let's talk about some of the things that we like about Garrett uh, uh, Chris Olave. This will be the last comparison I do, but on uh, Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson's uh, player profile or like thing, they have the the most comparable player in terms of like <laughs> they're each other the athlete, like height, yeah. weight, speed, all that. It's each other, which yeah. is hilarious. Same school, taken into the draft, same similar situation this year. So, yep. so that was interesting, but. He was great in some of the stats that, like, you kind of look at and that matter for fantasy football, in my opinion. So he was number 10 in yards per route run, a really good stat. Yeah, we like that. Number 9 in yards per team pass attempt. Mm. 
Mm. And he was number two in target rate versus man. A really nice stat for him. So he's when he, when we're in man coverage, yeah. it's kind of they went out of their way to get him the ball. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. That's great. And he was also not number twelve in route win rate. Six. Oh, that's very good for a rookie. Yeah. I love it. Exactly. I love to have the, the high win rate percentage. Yep. Sixth in target uh, targeted air yards. That's fantastic. And that's um, and that was with Andy Dalton. We're going to talk a little bit more about Andy Dalton in a little bit here. But the fact, you know, we, we think of Andy Dalton as a noodle-armed quarterback, dumping off short stuff. The fact that Chris Olave was able to be sixth in targeted air yards feels very promising. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then the last two stats here: fourth and cushion at uh, seven point two yards. Mm. That's that's pretty. That's big a lot of respect from defenses right there. <laughs> yeah, well, he was a blazer at Ohio State. That's mm-hmm. kind of like what his 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 role was. Yes, and then uh, seventh in percentage of team targets. So, yeah, I mean that passing offense largely went through Chris Olave because they just don't have a lot of other talent there. And Michael Thomas, jeez. Just <laughs> he's hurt again now. <laughs> so it's yeah, unbelievable. I thought it was funny. It's like three weeks ago, it's like Mike, it's like a video. It's like Michael Thomas looking healthy. It's just a video of him running. Yeah, like that's that was it. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he can run. Like, oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> Let's go. He can run. Yeah, this is ten it's, months removed. It's one of the saddest fall offs in fantasy football. Is what's happened to Michael Thomas? Michael Thomas was, you know, in his heyday with Drew Brees, he was the surest pick in fantasy football. The dude was just, he was absolute money. And then he had just the, the ankle injury, which turned into a bigger ankle injury, and then not able to come back from that series of injuries. It's just sad fall off for him. But back to Chris Olave. Um, love the fact that he had 119 targets. Uh, that got him a lot of seasoning last year. Uh, I love that part. There's really not a lot of anybody, there's not other players who are going to siphon off a lot of work from him. He, yeah, Kamara was the next closest person in targets last season with 77, mm-hmm. and then Jawan Johnson at 65. The closest receiver in terms of targets to Chris Olave was Jarvis Landry with 39 targets on the entire I mean, season. I mean, think about that. <laughs> Chris Olave had 119 targets at wide receiver, and the next closest receiver had 39. Oh, it's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. It's an unbelievable set. It really is. 39. I, I couldn't. I feel like I remember Travis Landry doing like some stuff last year. I couldn't believe it was 39 targets. And yes. I think he was hurt a little bit too, but it's still insane. So now let's, let's talk about the other competition that's there for targets, uh, especially a wide receiver. Michael Thomas, maybe, maybe not. I mean, I don't even know if the guy can play anymore. Yeah. Can he run? I don't know. And then uh, one of my favorite sleepers, Rashid Shahid. Dude came on last year, and he is fast. I've been drafting fast, a lot fast. of Rashid Shahid. Yeah, best recently. ball he'd be. Uh, he's, oh. I, he's a great late-round dark yep. throw in best ball. Mm-hmm. Rashid Shahid, I think, will be the number two wide receiver this year. I'm with you. If, if Michael Thomas isn't there, I yeah. think Rashid Shahid is the number two. Yeah, I can't count on Michael Thomas. I'd, I'd rather have, at the same ADP spot, I'd, I would take Rashid Shahid. Michael, Michael Thomas, Thomas is still going fairly high. I don't want to make this about a Michael Thomas show, but he's still going like right after kind of Rashad Bateman in that tier, wow. which seems really high what? considering for a guy who's done nothing for the better part of three years. I, I couldn't be more out on that. Yeah. That's ridiculous. All right, let's talk about the quarterback situation. If you take nothing away, nothing else away from this show, this podcast, listeners, Derek Carr is not the upgrade you think he is. Let's talk about this. Um, yes, he propelled Devontae Adams to a top five fantasy finish last year. So we know he can do that, and that's would be your upside for Chris Olave. But is he better than Andy Dalton? Let's dig into the numbers, Tyler. Completion percentage. Dalton, 
7% more accurate than Derek Carr. Advantage Dalton. <laughs> Yards per attempt. We care about this. How deep are you throwing downfield? Dalton, 7.6. Carr, 7.0. Advantage Dalton. I'm sensing a theme here. PFF passer grade. Andy Dalton was the sixth highest graded PFF passer last year. Derek Carr, 25th. Advantage Dalton. I'm not going to let you get away with that one. That just, you're going to tell me, PFF passer, we're going to say that Andy Dalton's a top six passer in the league. There's no way. Look, I don't have to defend PFF. (laughs) You can decide for yourself whether how legitimate that is. That's fair. In next-gen stats, expected completion percentage, Carr was sixth worst. And all five of the quarterbacks under him were all starters who got benched at some point during the season. It's like Zach Wilson and uh, um, um, uh, Taylor Heineke and, you know, the, the bottom five. Car, it was a disaster. Also, advantage Dalton. Now, on deep passes, they were both bad. Uh, Carr's adjusted completion percentage on passes of more than 20 yards was just 39%. Dalton was 31%. I will give the slight nod here to Carr, but they were both bad on deep passes. And troublingly, Dalton was better than Carr in all those metrics. And Dalton had the second shortest time to throw in the NFL among all quarterbacks last year. And Dalton was still better than Carr. So I'm here to tell you Derek Carr is no upgrade to Andy Dalton. It feels like he is. He's paid like he is. The expectations are that he is. The metrics don't prove it out. Well, we talked about on this show all the stats, because well, we did a Derek Carr episode. Mm-hmm. You can go back and listen to that. And we talked about how he was bottom five in all those accuracy stats right around the guys you mentioned, like Zach Wilson, yeah. uh, Taylor Heineke, those kind of guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had career-high interceptions. But the, the, the thing that people are only going to care about, despite he was this bad last season, Devontae Adams was wide receiver three last season, despite all these numbers. So I think it just becomes an argument of whether – he, he he might be a bad quarterback. Yes, I don't think he's a good quarterback at all. I'm I'm out on Derek Carr as like the player as in terms of just drafting Derek Carr. Yeah. But can he be good enough just to get Chris Olave all these these points, these yards, these touchdowns? That's kind of the, I think the argument is what it is right now. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not convinced it can happen. I'm, I hope it happens. I I have nothing against Chris Olave. I'm not I'm not banking for where Chris Olave is being taken. Wide receiver twelve, which means he's going to be a third round pick. Uh, I don't know. That's putting a lot of that's putting a lot on on Derek Carr. Let's talk about some of the players going in the same relative area as Chris Olave. I think note to note all these players too. They all have good quarterbacks. I think like now that you mention it, Chris Olave is the highest guy with like the like a noticeably bad quarterback. I would say, yeah, which is kind of interesting. All the other guys have good quarterbacks. So, all right, let's dive into it. We got Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, eleven. Yeah, I'll take Waddle and the upside that that I think that's more. Well, they both have actually they both have really good upside, and mm-hmm. they they both have the ability to be explosive with deep plays. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take Waddle. Yeah, I'll go Waddle too on that. Feel a little more proven. Devontae Smith, wide receiver, thirteen. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go Smith. He was shockingly he was shockingly uh, consistent last year. Now, the fact that he's the clear number two and sometimes number three receiver on his own team, uh, depending on you know, a, a, you know, game plan and whether or not you've got a, they've got a, a healthy tight end at Dallas Goddard, that does worry me a little bit. 
Mm. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Smith. I want part of the Eagles offense. This one's a tough one for this me. This is tough, isn't it? I think I'd go Alave just because I think Alave has a higher ceiling just in terms of a lot of these guys are kind of either wide receiver twos or wide receiver ones with a lot of competition. Yeah. And Chris Alave, like as we mentioned, is the wide no receiver one. Yeah. Zero competition. That's and fair. He can only get better this season, I think, too. Well, same things with the next player up, T. Higgins. Exactly. T. Higgins. So, wide do receiver I 14. want the number two wide receiver who we on know Joe is really Burrow, good? You know, yeah. Catch and pass from Joe Burrow, or do I want the number one from Derek Carr? Oh, I think I'm going to take, uh, I think I'd take T, T Higgins here uh, and I'd take the consistency. I really like T Higgins. I think I'm going to go T Higgins. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, who's next? DK Metcalf, wide receiver 15. Wide receiver one seemingly on his own team, but a lot of competition for targets in that, in yeah. that offense. Yeah, and more so now after the draft. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It's it's really tough. Alave, this is why Alave, you know, Alave is going yeah, wide receiver I, 12. Yeah, I think I'm, I might go, I might go Chris Alave here. Okay. Yeah. I think I've finally found my breaking point where I'm going to go Chris Olave. All right. I'll go Chris Olave as well. Calvin Ridley, wide receiver 16. I've got Ridley at 20. So, uh, you know, and I like Ridley, but you know, I'm, I'm optimistic, but I think 16 is hyper optimistic. You know, Christian Kirk was like wide receiver 12 last year mm-hmm. and maybe even better, wide receiver 9, something like that. And everybody assumes Christian Kirk's just gonna like, like I don't know, drive his car off a cliff and just disappear. <laughs> and, and suddenly yeah. the whole the whole passing offense is gonna go to Calvin Ridley. Yeah. I don't think that's a fair assumption. Who do you think is a higher upside though? Let's say let's say let's just play this game hypothetical game. We don't wish injuries upon anyone. Let's say Chris Christian Kirk goes down week three, and he's out for the year. Well, it, it's Calvin. Then, I, then it's, I'd probably take Calvin Ridley. You think Calvin Ridley has a higher upside than Chris Olave, or do you think has a higher upside? Just overall, even with Christian Kirk there. Olave's got freaky upside if everything breaks just right. Yeah, he's got he could he could find himself in the top six. He could, just, yeah, just because of the opportunity, sheer, sheer talent, yeah, opportunity, yeah. percentage of passes coming his way, stuff like that. I really, really like Calvin Ridley, but I think Man, just, there's no discount built into an ADP of sixteen. He's on also Calvin Ridley. He's going like a round after uh, Olave too, even though they're only like four receivers apart. There's a there's a big teardrop after mm-hmm. like after Olave and Waddle. It kind of feels like a teardrop. After, like, then we got Smith to Higgins. I, I'd say after Higgins, then it gets to Metcalf, and really it's like a teardrop kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I'll go Olave over Ridley just because, like you said, the upside. And I think I think Derek Carr might be a little better than you think. Just because if – I mean, yes, he had a bad season last year, but I think he can play better than that. We've seen him play better than 2022, so. And granted, he was in a bad spot on a bad offense with very little help, a terrible mm-hmm. offensive line. But honestly, he had better receiver. Derek Carr had better receivers last year. Exactly. You know, I agree. Dar- you know, Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro and Devontae Adams, and you know there was he had more a nice running targets. game and Josh Jacobs. Yeah, right. You know that. I, there's no guarantee for me on on him whatsoever. Yeah. All right. This has been a, an overly long uh, <laughs> a fantasy football weekly micro edition. Thank you for getting to the end of it. Encourage you to check out guillotineleagues.com. For uh, the freshest new way to play fantasy football, you know how guillotine leagues work already in all probability, but if you don't, 18 teams start the season in your league, no head-to-head matchups. Every week, the bottom scoring team gets cut, and all the players go to the waiver wire where it's pandemonium for the rest of us as we are bidding on an entire roster of great players. It's roster building like you've never seen before. Tons of strategy, total new way of thinking. If you want to try something new, guillotineleagues.com. Talk to you tomorrow, everybody. Bye-bye. Fantasy Football Weekly is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 